Welcome back on Let's Talk Sonal. This is Sonal from Healing Our Soul. And with me, I have Tarasha Karamchandani. And today, we're going to talk about long-distance relationships. And what do you feel about long-distance relationship? I think it's so... I hate it so much because I am in one. But otherwise, I also think it's a good way to test your relationship with someone without being, without choosing to test yourself in the sense that you're being put in a situation and your obstacle is the distance. So as a partner, like as a team, can you guys get through it? Whatever problems you come through, can you overcome it together? And so that way, I think it's good. But I think it's all pointless. Pointless in what sense? Why does what anyone... are the challenges you face in a long-distance relationship? Um, the time zone is my biggest challenge because I have a 12 hours time difference. So my morning, his night, his morning, my night. So we don't really get to talk much or spend any time together. So the only way we really know about what's going on in each other's life is social media. So that means we have to update each other, send each other snapshots of our day and stuff. But then that also becomes a problem because when we're out with our friends or we're busy doing work, or even when we come back home and we're just tired, we don't want to be on our phones. We want to be lazy in bed watching our favorite show. We don't want to talk to anyone, we're just tired. And when we're out, we're out. So where's the communication? But I'm curious, when you are in a long-distance relationship, wouldn't the distance make the heart grow fonder? Or the saying is... And also the fact that even if you've gone out the whole entire day, there would be that craving to connect to the person that you love. Yeah, so that was there, like initially, when we first started it. But then I think we both got so comfortable and used to being in a long-distance relationship and being used to the fact that, okay, we know we have each other, that we didn't really miss the person as much anymore. Like, our heart didn't grow fonder. We still miss each other. It's just... Not enough to, like, spoil the other person's sleep to be like, hey, I miss your voice. I really need to hear it anymore. Like, that's not the case anymore. It's like, you know what? Wake me, like, call me when you're awake. We'll talk for a bit if you're free. And does that affect the relationship in the long run? I would assume so, because there's no building sparks in it. There's no chemistry. We're literally just surviving in the relationship. We're not being in the relationship to live it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, because as you know, I clearly do not believe in long-distance relationships, (laughs) especially for kids who are starting their life in university, because it's freedom, it's a whole new change of life, new country. You have enough going on, rather than, you know, adding another thing on your plate of now, the same relationship where you were face-to-face, to try to manage your emotions being away from each other, then the trust issues, um, reading between the lines, reading yeah. between the time that you're not available or like you don't miss me anymore, are interesting enough with a lot of clients at a later part of their life, they all still go to the inner child of a memory where they could have been in college, secondary school, and especially during long distance where either or have cheated. Oh, It's a very common inner child thing that needs healing. But how? what does that have to do with the child? 
No, so like if um a client who is forty who comes in, yeah, and while they're going down their in and all their journey down the layers, whatever they are having or whatever issues they're having right now in their life can stem from mistrust because their boyfriend or girlfriend cheated them when they were younger, oh. especially long distance relationship, and having seen so many clients with this, that's the reason. I was not pro long distance relationship because it felt either you have an open relationship, yeah, and when you come back, you can see how you guys feel about each other, yeah, or just don't be in that relationship. But it's so hard to do that, especially if you've already started dating each other in person, and now you're being put in a situation where you have to do long distance. The idea of an open relationship at a certain point just becomes a no because now you guys are in love with each other. You guys can't imagine life without each other. So how can you imagine your partner with someone? So the else? reason why I said and have an open relationship because when there is an open relationship, then there is a there's a truth. So if you do kiss someone, you'll come back and say, "Hey, I did have a moment where I kissed someone," rather than either or finding out via via because the world is smaller than social media. Yeah. And somehow a child will find out from a friend who is a friend of the other person in the university, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, he's your boyfriend, but we saw him with this chick, or we saw her with someone," and it creates a whole new dynamic of. Chaos, fighting, contrast, crying, doing terrible at the exams because now they can't study and they can't believe what they've done. Yeah, so being in a long-distance relationship and especially in university, and thinking that your partner cheated on you or even being in an open relationship is so time-consuming because all you do is start thinking about it. So being in an open relationship. As easy as it sounds and as logical as it sounds, is also hard because your emotions are involved. So how does it work? Like you can't. No, it is difficult. But like I said, the only reason I would always say open relationship is so that tomorrow when you cheat, you're not feeling afraid to say it. And on saying that, if you have been dating someone for a year, two years, and you're going to go to uni for four years, it's easier said than done. To actually survive four years in a long-distance relationship, because it's every day you want that support, you want that face-to-face emotions touched, you want to be able to look at the person and talk. It's yeah. like how you said when it comes to friends yeah. in that episode that you know I don't like picking up the phone or I don't like video calling, so I don't really talk much with Ashwin. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Can you imagine if you're in a relationship? And I understand that because that's who I am. I need a connection face to face. I need to have that kinesthetic feeling because I'm a feeling person. Yeah. So unfortunately, yes, my work is all about being <laughs> on the phone, and it's the same thing. So when I wind down, that last thing I want to be is talking to someone. So I understand that aspect. Yeah. What you just said that when you have a long day out or you're working, and you come back home, it's a part that you just feel okay. My, you know, my in this relationship. I'm sure my partner understands that I'm tired, but the other side could be all excited to share something with you, and yeah. you kind of just threw a whole towel <laughs> on their excitement. Yeah, I think that does happen. I feel like it happens a lot actually because 
now you don't see each other and through text you aren't able to actually read the person's emotions their tones you don't really understand what they're saying all you have that is that one text to read and you make your own assumption in your head so if you're making the assumption that oh okay this person's not interested when they're simply just tired that slowly i think starts to kill the spark in your relationship because the spark is being curious about each other's life and wanting to know what's happening and that's what i think keeps the relationship going especially during long distance but if you're just tired and you want to postpone it for a later day or a later time and that's not properly communicated i think that does affect the relationship a lot yeah so i guess you know when you're in a long distance relationship setting boundaries setting can do's can't do's uh time allocation and making sure that you're there because i've even had times where um girls would say they'd be waited a whole night stayed up but their boyfriend was just out partying and obviously that's going to you know in a long run a few more of those occasions is going to turn into a fight yeah and it's not a nice feeling because yeah. now you're doing a distant breakup just over messages. Yeah, and that's not nice. You spent so much time with that person, you've opened up to that person at this point you're thinking, okay, this is my person, this is my go-to person. And then they start living their life and that's where like the problem starts. Like so it makes no sense to go into a long-distance relationship if you're only starting uni and you've only started this relationship. But then what if you've been in it for a while and you go into a long distance? No, so like how you said, it is a test of time and a lot of people do, you know, a lot of people have been childhood sweethearts. Yeah. And they've act and luckily with all the gadgets and connections and where you can actually know each other's life. If the love is real and you both have learned each other's love language, each yeah. other's fight language, it's perfect. But that again is so hard. This I speak from my experience. So like My boyfriend doesn't understand the idea of love language and fight language. To him it's like, bro, this is life. Like this is how I am. This is who I am. And that's it. But like when I try to explain that, okay, like because of the distance, I like written paragraphs. I like the cutesy little emojis with it and stuff. It makes no sense to him why I want that. So a lot of times it's sad that we talk about healthy communication. and a lot of times boys tell us tell us what you want and when we do they'll do it once they'll do it twice and they go back into being who they are yeah and a typical woman's mind would be he doesn't love me enough yeah. to understand what i just expressed to him yeah and that gets me thinking that maybe men are from mars women are from venus <laughs> we are I mean there are a lot of girls who cannot do all of this. Yeah, definitely. And they feel you know like I can't take someone who's very needy and I need my space and you know I need my me time. Yeah. And when you're the on the emotional side you are like I wish I could be that because I don't get so affected like she just behaves like she's so in her world in her yeah. zone so balanced zen when she wants to all alpha when she wants to yeah. um a lot of self love when she wants to and <laughs> shut down. and there are a handful of such people yeah and i do believe that they work towards that oh you don't think that's just them like i don't um cuz there will be a time in life where if you are that 
you know if you're balanced but sometimes it's like you're all the time working and you have things to do yeah you don't have time then to be touching into people's emotions not yeah. even your boyfriends yeah and i do have then boys who you know complain that their girlfriends don't have time and we don't know whether you know whether we're good enough yeah you know i'm trying everything and i'm turning all the rocks because i really love her yeah but it just never is enough yeah but that goes both ways no with both genders it goes it both ways it depends on who you are what your emotions are so the other reason why i always tell younger kids go venture out you know you're not living in an era where we were not allowed to date we were not allowed to go out we were not allowed late nights i got married with an arranged marriage yeah. so did your mom yeah but you guys have the chance to get to know each other yeah you guys are get the chance to go on group holidays and yeah. experience being with each other and in a short term you really do not know someone's behavior yeah. in a long distance relationship the benefit is you if you manage it yeah. you know by you know thick or thin you will be together yeah because you manage the worst you know <laughs> the most difficult time of your life where everybody is starting university people are hitting on each other yeah and you're going out and there's so much of adrenaline that's going yeah. on and you are more dedicated to go back to your dorm to actually talk to your boyfriend or vice versa yeah but there is also another side where guys with their guy friends and it's not normal again for them to say right we're going to go back so that we can talk to yeah. our girlfriend <laughs> so this comes to that whole male and female gender that there's an expectation that if a guy does that he's being a pleaser he's being submissive to his girlfriend a simp as like we like to call it what a simp oh so is that like instead of a pimp no no so simp is like when you're all like you fall for that person and you do everything for them anything they want basically you're like their servant in like the worst way to put it s i m p yeah oh you kids have really like you have your own language yeah it's like when i would tell someone like oh i did this and she's like mom that's sick and i was like what and she's like no that means wow and i was like yeah. why would you do that Yeah. Can sick just be sick? <laughs> Not anymore. But yeah, so that I guess that makes sense also, but then if you're actually like a man, wouldn't you be like proud or even okay to just say like, "Hey, like I'm going to go talk to my girl." So I'll it be really back. It depends on your values and what you feel important because a lot of times I do like, you know, I work with a lot of kids, teenagers. and when they talk about going to uni and long distance i just tell them if you really want to try it make sure that there's trust make sure that each one of you are getting the allocated time that you have decided yeah and if it is constantly ignored then you need to reevaluate it because if you wait 6 months and you realize that your partner is not available or makes promises and isn't walking his talk yeah what you are teaching yourself or even your person is i'm okay to be treated like that yeah but then what if it's like you tell yourself that only because it's like okay it's just long distance but i know in person it's different so that is what if you can live through that without the pain without the weight with you being your timing being respected because sometimes 
either or is not available yeah. and they feel you need to understand but when you are not available there is no understanding yeah that's true like i think we tend to become selfish when we're in a long distance relationship we want everything we want all the attention the love the reassurance but then we forget to also give it and then the other thing that i think is also a problem is that you kind of forget to think about the other person before making decisions like at least for kids or whatever if we're going clubbing and stuff our boyfriends might not like it if like there's a guy hitting on you or he's getting close but in your head you're kind of just ignorant to that fact because a lot of girls have to deal with this so we don't really think much about it and we don't make the extra effort oh okay there's this weird guy over here let me just move to the other side that's such a small action that can be taken but we kind of just throw it away because this is what we know like so true and on that note we shall return after the break Welcome back on our topic about long distance relationships. So, does it work for adults also? It's not so dramatic um or I should I say actually it is. Because as an adult or after marriage basically I think I would say when you have husbands who are traveling or you have your wife that's traveling especially when you have a child. Yeah. There is so much that goes into parenting that you feel you are single-handedly doing things when either or is traveling. And especially, you know, if you have a husband like in my case where he his office was in China. Yeah. So he would practically spend 6 to 7 months in China while I was here with the kids and you do feel quite lonely. because at the end of the day you still want to come back home to your partner. Yeah, definitely. And over here there's an added stress of trying to make decisions for your children. Yeah. So I also remember whenever my husband would go to China and come back, I would have a whole list of things that I needed to update him about the children, about the house, about stuff. Yeah. And it was like I also had to see like he's just come back and is this the right time to speak to him? because it shouldn't be that I'm just going on and on and on because my list would be like three pages long. <laughs> yeah. And that's just me not wanting to do it on a daily basis because like how you said there's only that much you can be talking on the phone and you don't know the person's moods. Yeah. Of course I wish I knew energy as much as I knew know it now. But in those days it's like we would just blurt it out and we would have major fights of like do you not have the brain to like not talk to me right now just come back from work i have work to see can you just do whatever you feel is right for the kids and boom there would be a whole crying session for me because i'm an emotional person yeah now he was not right i mean he was not wrong to do that yeah he was also just he was just exhausted and emotion. he had his own problems and yeah. he was sorting it his way and he in his case the long distance was i trust you to handle our family and our kids and the house just the way i trusted him to work and bring in money to the family yeah i guess when you look at it that way but then handling a house and or actually just even kids like don't you think it should be like a both of you have your input on it like even it though it is but you know it's just like sweet that when you guys go to uni or how now it's working life and you could go to another country he is in another country you know you both are also working towards 
being something, saving up so that maybe either or can have a future with each other. Yeah. So if you actually look at the bigger picture of the whole thing, and that's the reason why I said when you're going to uni, and if you've had a boyfriend or a girlfriend prior to that, it is going to be difficult because it is the start of your life. That's the age where you're exposed to too much. Some people end up having a girlfriend and boyfriend while they are at uni. And they know that whoever they are dating is just university time material. When I say that, they're not the kind of person you want to bring back home to bring to your parents. It's just like, this is uni life and let's just enjoy. Mm -hmm. And they could be with one person for four years. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they just know that this is not wife or husband material. This is not someone I can bring back home and say, hey. But then why do it for four years? Because there is a like-minded things, but you do know in our Asian culture, there's a lot of limitations. Yeah. So it's like you're going to uni, falling in love with an American, and you may not want to, you know at the back of your head that we connect right now and maybe for this four years, we don't want to be, we already, we're going to be responsible to need to work, to make money, to create a family, all that is going to come. So you, a lot of kids cite their mind that uni life is the fun life. Yeah. So they have that mindset of this is the fun time of my life of freedom. Yeah. And yeah, there's some people who do go to study (laughs) to come back with a certification and, you know, to actually do well in life. Yeah. But there is half the people who are doing it because it is a certification you need right now. Yeah, definitely. It's no more O levels or A level. It's like you really need a degree. Yeah. And if it's just the fact that you need a degree, they feel like we are going to enjoy our life. And so this is a time of our life, this time span, where we are not going to be responsible. We're just going to do what we like. Yeah. I know that's how I also saw it for a bit, but then COVID came in between and disrupted everything I had planned. Well, COVID told us or taught us, man proposes, God disposes. So saying so, long distance relationship definitely can work. Provided you both are emotionally there for each other, you both have enough trust on each other. And if there has been an F up, a lot of times you feel it's easy to cover up. But how are you going to answer your conscience? How do you look that person in the eye and say, I didn't have a moment or I didn't have a one night stand? But do you think maybe like a lot of kids don't feel that way anymore? Like they don't have that guilty conscience. They can do it and like they've convinced themselves or they feel so bad about it that they block it in their mind. They'll feel bad about it. They'll block it. They have fear that if they open up their mind, if they tell the truth, they will lose the person. Yeah. So you're doing things out of fear. Blocking is also fear. So when you don't address it, guess what happens? Those are the ones who come in the session and we go back. (laughs) All the way down. All the way down to when we have cheated or our partner has cheated or we knew our partner cheated and we made a big deal, but we never told our partner that we cheated as well. That's crazy. And it's like the guilt could be killing them because... They did break up. They're not together. But they made the partner go through this guilt trip of you cheated on me. 
without letting them know that guess what we mirrored you in that situation that's so crazy to think about so a lot of times when people also come with cheating in uh in marriages because either spouse is traveling all the time yeah it is important to ask yourself if you are cheating on a regular basis because of the distance please sit down and talk about it because then the marriage is dead that sounds like such an uncomfortable topic to talk about though like especially if you're married because it's going to come out the world is a circle i've seen so many times where it's come up and they say we don't know what to do because in our head is we just got married and we had a moment and we cheated if it is a one night stand you can ignore it but if you're doing it again and again and again there's some part of you that is craving attention there's a part of you that doesn't feel that feels that it's okay to cheat in a marriage that's not okay of course it's not yeah. okay so but it's happening because either one is traveling because it's again a long distance relationship and we are coming to a world where it's important to be authentic because otherwise your body is going to voice it out your body will fall sick and we are also from you know this is whole saying of old world to the new world where our vibrations are actually ra- rising people are actually tapping into their intuition and gut feeling and that's going to help get the truth out a lot more so and we are facing that after covid yeah. where a lot of people are like we just feel something is off and we're tapping into it it's not like you don't need to be a psychic yeah. you don't need to be a coach you don't need to be a healer it is where the world is going towards we are all leveling up that vibration that is why we're having the sleepless nights we're having these weird dreams there's a lot of unexplainable things so my advice would be as and when you can speak the truth but that's also so scary but it should be done definitely should be done but a lot harder than it is when you think about it because you're telling someone you love that like hey i betrayed your trust and and if the love was strong enough you will have a space to work it back it's, couldn't you argue the opposite if the love was strong enough it wouldn't have happened in the first place so that is why i don't know it, i just said it could be a long distance and you not being available for me yeah the love wasn't strong enough that's great to actually not allow me to falter Yeah. My need has to be kept. And especially if either or is expressing that this is what I need. Yeah. It's how many times I did tell my husband when he was in China that can, you know, this is the stage where if we need to shift, we need to shift now because the kids education. After this I won't be able to. Yeah. But it was difficult times for me. I was falling sick more than usual. because i am a needy person <laughs> so yes some of you can manage long distance relationship some of you can't but what's most important is to sit down with your partner and work out a plan that works for both of you not that one is being extra demanding or extra needy or you expect 
the boy to do everything or telepathically know what you want. And boys out there, if your partner is telling you what they need and you don't want them to cheat, <laughs> please comply to the long ex uh, long essays that have been requested. And on that note, stay in love because love can actually move mountains. Love can do wonders. Long distance or distance can make the heart grow fonder, but it can also make the mind go crazy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so stay tuned and watch our episode and we will come back to you with another one. <laughs>